trust the EPA. I don't trust them. After 9-11, I don't know how anyone could. 9-11, they said it was safe to go back downtown to the World Trade Center. And it wasn't. There was no cleanup. There was dust everywhere, toxic, horrible, cancer-causing. And they lied to the American people. I don't believe the EPA. I think what's happened there is like Love Canal. Or it's like Three Mile Island, where there's poisoning. They've poisoned hundreds of thousands of people. Their lives ruined. Ruined. They say, well, if I was someone, I heard a reporter say, if I was there, I'd pack up my kids and go. Well, you know what? Not everyone can do that. They don't have anywhere else to go. People are living month to month, week to week. They don't have stored up reserves to go stay in a hotel for two, three months, a year. Fact is, they're going to have to leave that town. And, you know, the water supply, it goes to so many states. This is like a tragedy of epic proportion. And it's criminal negligence by that chemical and train company. And nothing's being done about it. It's not on the news enough. It's not something that people are talking about. It's like being pushed to the back burner. And it's like so many deaths are going to occur from this. Wow, 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 wow. Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell, uh, when, when you've lost Rosie O'Donnell, uh, as the Biden administration apparently has, um, and, and by the way, by the way, a lot of other Democrats feel the same way, just, just, just so you know. Um, I want you to hear Lindsey Graham, though. Um, you know, we've been, we've been talking about Ukraine all day because the president went there unexpectedly. Um, this, this is Lindsey Graham. Uh, this is cut number three on how Ukraine actually can win this war against Russia. This is cut number three. Lindsey Graham, uh, the senator from South Carolina. Here's how you win the war. You expel Russia from territory. Uh, in 1994, the Ukrainians gave up the thar- third largest nuclear force on the planet. After the Soviet Union failed, there were like 1,700 nukes in Ukraine. They turned the missiles over to Russia. Russia, the United States, and Great Britain said, in exchange for you giving up your nuclear weapons, we will guarantee your territorial integrity, your sovereignty. And the 94 map included Crimea as being part of Ukraine. So to not honor that commitment would be tricking the Ukraine, would be rewarding Putin for rewriting uh, uh, agreements involving nuclear weapons to forgive and forget would be allowing Putin to commit major war crimes on an industrial scale. It would send a signal to China that we're all talk. We're not going to defend Taiwan. What's at stake here is the rule of law, human decency and world order. So here's what I believe. Once you call Russia being engaged in crimes against humanity, you have to have actions consistent with that statement. So I'm looking for this administration to follow up on that statement by designating Russia a state-sponsored terrorism under U.S. law. A hundred senators urged the administration to do that. I'm also urging the administration to start F-16 training now for Ukrainian pilots. Don't worry about provoking Putin. Let's make sure we beat Putin in Ukraine because he will not stop if we do not. Good point. 
Lindsey Graham, very serious about this, uh, poking the uh, the nuclear bear. That's essentially what we will be doing. But if you want to win the war, and he says the F-16s are one of the keys to, win, to winning the war, then you do it. You go for the win. Uh, I, I think that's what uh, the world wants us to do. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll figure this out. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be giving away a pair of tickets to see Jimmy Buffett live in concert. Um, I've, I've had people say it's the best concert they've ever seen. And we're going to get a chance uh, to be a part of that uh, fun on March 11th. March 11th. So uh, stay with us. More to do as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ. KMZQ on time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right. Well, a lot of people must be celebrating President's Day because as we uh, check out our traffic cams right now, coming up on uh, 2.30 on this uh, Monday, President's Day, uh, the freeways don't look too bad right now for the most part. There is one exception, though, that I can see right now as we have heavy volumes on Interstate 15 southbound, which is typical. That's all part of the Dropicana project, which is going to be taking place in that area with the lane restrictions between Flamingo and Tropicana until the summer of 2024. So uh, get used to that congestion. Also look out for uh, new crashes East Arena at Spencer and eastbound Flamingo at Howard Hughes Parkway. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, I'm Bob Stitch with this KMCQ Sports Flash. This update brought to you by My Auto Service. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won the Daytona 500 in double overtime Sunday and under caution. In the longest running of the Great American Race, the two overtimes pushed the 65th running of the race to a record 212 laps. That's 12 beyond the scheduled distance. Stenhouse's win in a Chevrolet for JTG Darty Racing was the third of his career. His only other victories came in 2017 at Talladega and the summer race at Daytona. His race team is partially owned by former NBA player Brad Dard. Jason Tatum scored an NBA All-Star game record 55 points, and Team Giannis beat Team LeBron 184-175 in the NBA's annual showcase exhibition game on Sunday. Tatum with 27 of his points in the third quarter, another All-Star game record for any period. John Rahm is back to number one in the world after winning at Riviera by two shots over Max Homa. This update brought to you by My Auto Service. I'm Bob Stitch from the world-famous Las Vegas Strip with your KMCQ Sports Flash. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never really thought about tools until I bought a house in the suburbs. It's like this weird homeowner test if I need a tool for a project and don't have it. And my neighbor Ted loves to give me that look when I asked to borrow a pole saw. A year ago, I didn't even know pole saws existed. And now i got to borrow one from Ted? What is happening? Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home at auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. 
Hey friends, it's Patrick Casal, the MultiCare Group. With the difficulty in finding quality employees to ensure your business thrives, I have a solution for you. Offer employee benefits. Benefits are 100% tax deductible to the employer, income tax-free to the employee's independence, can be used nationally, and are far more robust than any other individual plan being offered. The MultiCare Group can help you obtain affordable quality health benefits. We have access to association health plans that offer multiple options, attractive rates for you and your employees, with national access and the finest hospitals and physicians in the United States. Call the MultiCare Group today for your no-obligation quote, 702-396-9449. We have access to all the carriers that offer health insurance, dental coverage, vision care, group life and disability insurance. Allow our relationships to guarantee you the most competitive rates. The MultiCare Group can provide you with all these services, plus we can offer payroll services at the most competitive rates, along with the best workers' compensation programs available in the country. Call Patrick Casal of the MultiCare Group today, 702-396-9449. Newsmakers, newsbreakers, and everything in between. Live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekdays noon to 3 on AM 670. KMZQ. Talk radio done right. You want to go see Jimmy Buffett live in concert? He's going to be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena March 11th. Tickets are on sale right now, in fact. Uh, The show is at 8 o'clock. And uh, if you'd like to uh, go, be caller number 3. Caller number 3 right now at 844, the number 2, Nevada. That's 844-263-8232. Caller number 3 will be our winner. Uh, I had a chance. I had a chance to visit with... uh, Victor Jakes, the three-time-a-week columnist of the Las Vegas Review-Journal. This, of course, the beginning of week uh, three of the uh, 82nd Nevada legislature. And I asked him if anything of substance has happened yet. Well, the big news has been the uh, the education budget from uh, from Governor Lombardo. Um, you know, he wants to put another $2 billion into uh, state education. And, you know, the response has been, yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> It's kind of incredible, uh, but totally un- totally expected. Um, you know, it basically you ask the education establishment, well, how much do you how much do you need? And the answer is always more. And, and so it, it literally doesn't matter how much you give them. You know, you see this in places around the country where they're spending twenty twenty five thousand dollars per student, and things aren't going well. And they they say, well, we need more money. I mean, it's just it's it, it's basically a religious belief at this point. And so there's been you know Lombardo put forward this just almost unfathomable amount of money for k-12 education and the the you know democrats have, are out with a proposal pushing for more the union wants even more than that and um, that's where we are do we know where this two billion dollars is going to go i mean what the programs are whiz bang programs like read by three and zoom schools and victory schools and things like that do we know where this money's going to go it, it's going to be a combination so some of the money is just going to go right to the districts to be used um you know, in theory, as they want, but in reality, you know, subject to collective bargaining. And so you'll end up paying more for the same people who are doing the same thing. And some of the money will be restricted to two programs like were offered with Zoom and Victory. They, they rejiggered things. And so it's, it's not Zoom or Victory schools, but the, the dollars, certain dollars can only be used for those types of programs. And so, you know, maybe that will do some good because you won't just be dumping money into a, you know, to a black pit 
or a bottomless pit, excuse me. Um, yeah, but I'm not very optimistic. Uh, what about recruitment and retention? Uh, I keep hearing numbers, and I can't believe I'm hearing it, uh, that there are folks that want to give the teachers 20% raises. 20%. That is astronomical. Is that is that uh, in line with what you're hearing? Yeah, I mean, the Nevada State Education Association has their big, you know, 20%, basically a push for 20% raises. Um, but, the, you know, the problem is they say, oh, this will, this will fix our teacher shortage. You know, we, we, we basically just tried this less than a year ago. The Clark County School District raised starting wages by something like 16% from, I think, forty-two dollars or $43,000 to $50,000. And they started the year with, you know, 1,400, 1,500 vacancies. You know, so it's, it's not a, it's not a, a, a issue that you can solve with money because if, if it was, we would have already solved it. In fact, we would have solved it in 2016 when they also boost starting wages by something like 20%. Um, and you know that, that year they saw a little decrease, and then they went right back to having continual shortages. My my personal opinion is that it's a retention issue, um, that the district's doing a fine job of hiring people. It's just that they can't retain them, and you know I think there are lots of reasons for that. But one of the biggest I think is school violence. I mean, look, if you're going to a school and you're worried about, you know, am I going to be punched in the face? Am I spending more time breaking up fights than actually teaching? Uh, it's going to be very hard to keep those people uh, employed no matter what you pay them. Victor, that brings us to to an issue that you tweeted out about late last week, and that is a uh, 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 video uh, of an encounter, uh, a policeman uh, versus uh, a student, and it's it's become kind of a, a – it's been a cause of contention for a lot of parents uh, looking at this. You looked at the videotape, and – did did the officer do anything wrong? And and in fact, why don't you give us the backstory if you can? Yeah, absolutely. Outside Durango High School about ten days ago, um, they got the police. The CCSD police said they were investigating the report of a firearm on campus or near campus. Uh, and so the video picks up um, with officers, two officers, handcuffing a, a student, and they're surrounded by students, and the students are videotaping. Uh, and for some reason, one of the students, you know, the, uh, one of the officers turns his attention to this student. Uh, and we can't hear what's being, you know, we don't really know why he turned his attention to the student. So, um, you know, you can't say that he was right or he was wrong um, because we just don't know. At least I haven't seen anything uh, definitive about why he turns his attention to the student. But he approaches the student. The student backs up. Um, the officer basically turns the student into a nearby fence. Uh, and then the student turns to walk away from the officer. And, you know, just rule of thumb, <laughs> if a police officer is pushing up against the fence, you don't walk away, you don't run away, you don't skip away, you don't, you just, you you know, if he's going to arrest you, you, get, you arrest him, and if something goes wrong, you sue him on, on, the, on, the, on the end of it. Um, but as the student walks away, the officer turns the student toward him, uh, and either, you know, it, it's not clear from the video, in my opinion, if the student just trips uh, or stumbles or if he's dropping to the ground or if the officer is just going to bring him to the ground because he he's, you know, seems to be resisting arrest, but assume this, the officer tackles him. Okay. So let, let's just assume the officer tackles him. The officer brings him to the ground. Um, you know, it's been said, Oh, he slammed him into the ground. He did not slam him into the ground. The officer, the, the student takes like two or three stumbling steps before he gets to the ground. The officer keeps the student's head up. Um, you know, 
you know, he doesn't just let him collapse to the ground and hit his head because his hands are behind his back. You know, as he comes to the ground, he keeps his, his hands around his neck. Uh, and then at the very end, he twists him uh, a little bit so he's got better access to his, his back, which is, you know, if you're going to arrest someone, that's what you're going to do. And they're on the ground. You're going to get on their back, put their hands behind their back. You're going to put your knee on their back. Uh, and that's what the officer does. And this is this is the great supposed controversy. And, and really all it is is it's an opportunity to, to advance the narrative the left prefers because the officer appears white and the student appears black. And so, um, you know, the left knows, oh, well, this is racism. You know, <laughs> this is this is an example of the police out of control because it's all based on, on the race of the people involved, not on the actions of, of anyone um, involved in the situation. So I, I think this has been incredibly overblown. I, I don't think there's anything to be concerned about in terms of what the officer did. Um, as I said, I don't think we know why the officer approached the student. Uh, and so, you know, they're going to investigate that, fine, investigate that. But to think that this was like some, you know, Tyree Nichols situation with the arrest is, is just. Um, who is doing Well, I'm assuming there is an investigation into all of this, and they're looking at not just the body cam footage, but, but uh, students with their phones and their video. Um, who's doing the investigation and uh, getting back to the original, the original reason for the cops being called, uh, did they ever find a weapon? I don't know if they did. Um, the, I think the CCSD are doing the investigation. Um, you know, I'm assuming that's something that the, the school police department will handle internally. But, you know, what's concerning is that Jara has, you know, basically from the jump, um, come out and just made noises that he is going to just throw police under the bus. You know, they, they talked about, oh, we're reviewing all our use of force policies and procedures. And it's like, if you can't, if you can't do this, like you don't have a use of force policy. Your use of force policy is to never use force. Uh, I mean, this is like, they're, they're just, people have this idea, I think that, oh, everything should look pretty and smooth. And that that's not how arresting someone works. Like if you, resist arrest like there's no easy way to arrest someone who's resisting arrest like it's not going to look pretty it's not going to look happy like it is a force on force issue and the police officer's job is to be the dominant force uh and that involves things like getting on top of someone's back with your knee so you can control them so you you can keep them keep them in place like that is how policing works uh and so if you're going to go and you're going to say oh we need to change the use of force policies you don't have use of force policies. You're just telling police officers, you put your hand on a kid and there's a video or the races are wrong and you're getting fired. Like you're worth throwing you under the bus. And that is a really dangerous spot to be in a school district filled with student on student violence, student on teacher violence uh, to go in and, and basically make noises like you're going to handcuff the police uh, is going to lead, in my opinion, to a dramatic increase uh, in student caused violence. Uh, Victor, Victor Jake, smart guy. Three-time-a-week columnist for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. I love him, and that's why we have him on once a week uh, to talk about the news of the day. Uh, congratulations to Mike Davis. Mike uh, is just uh, scored a pair of tickets to see Jimmy Buffett in concert at the MGM Grand Garden Arena uh, March 11th. It's going to be a great show, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I know Mike Davis will be looking forward to it as well. Stay with us. More to do as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ.
When the whole world seems to be in a state of confusion, Andy Vieira and Mark Thomas help you sort it out. Join the club weekday morning, 6 to 9 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. They're back, back by popular demand. The show that South Point presents The Bronx Wanderers. So happy together. February 28th to March 2nd. Tickets to the box office online at southpointco.com or charged by phone 702-797-8055. It's a musical blast with the Bronx Wanderers at the showroom at South Point. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue. Don't resist. Don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. In Nevada, anything that goes into the storm drain goes directly to our local waterways, which can pollute Nevada's lakes and rivers. Nevada is the driest state in the nation, and we must work together to preserve our limited water resources for future generations of Nevadans. Here's some waterway wisdom so you can help do your part. Scoop your dog's poop, bag it, and discard it. Clean up yard waste and grass clippings. Wash your car at a car wash or on grass or gravel. Apply pesticides and fertilizers sparingly in your yard. Safely dispose of household chemicals. Clean up leaks and spills. And don't litter. Secure trash in bins. Keep contaminants out of our storm drains. Use waterway wisdom. And remember, only rain should go into the storm drain. Join us in preserving Nevada's waters for future generations by visiting loveenvwaters.com and following us on social media. This message funded by a grant through the Nevada Department of Transportation aired in cooperation with the Nevada Broadcaster Association and this station. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, 
there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. It's all about Las Vegas. Live and local with Kevin Wall. Now, weekday afternoons, noon to 3, on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. As you and I have talked over the years, uh, polling is, it's an art, it's a science, uh, and it's a snapshot. Simply put, that's, uh, that's about all you can say. It's, it's, it's a snapshot. Uh, so this, this poll that we brought you earlier, um, and, and I want to run down again in case you missed it. Uh, it's the latest from Harvard-Harris polling. Uh, conducted February 15th and 16th, so it's just in the last week. Uh, And in it, in the uh, Republican primary for president, Donald Trump with a commanding 46-23 lead over Ron DeSantis. 46% Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis 23%. Mike Pence, now this is a little bit of a surprise to me. Uh, I thought Mike Pence would have done better, but he's at only 7%. And uh, I'll be honest with you, there are a bunch of these people. Pence at 7%. Uh, Nikki Haley, who just announced uh, this past week, uh, at 6%. Her profile may be going up. Uh, Mike Pompeo, 3%, former Secretary of State. Marco Rubio at 2%. Ted Cruz at 1%. Tim Scott, the other Senator from South Carolina, 1%. And and to be honest, there's just nobody that, that stands out other than Ron DeSantis. So the question the, the question becomes uh will will Trump run in a primary with uh let's see uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven candidates. Okay, or will it be like 2015 where there were 17, 18 candidates? And if if there's 17 or 18 candidates, then simply put, Trump wins the nomination easily, easily. And if you remember back to 2015, uh, Trump literally took people like Jeb Bush and Rick Perry and you know and a bunch of nobodies and tossed them overboard one by one by one by one and that's that's the way it worked will it be different this time and when somebody like a Marco Rubio drops out of the race will those will those delegates immediately go to the number 2 candidate DeSantis I'll be honest with you. I I don't think that's the way it'll work. I really I, I really don't. I I just don't think that's the way it's going to work. Anyway, um, that 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 gives you a little bit of insight as to what's going on. Uh, stay where you are. More to do as we continue on AM six seventy KMZQ. The revolution is being broadcast. We're not gonna take it. 
Wayne Allen Root, this afternoon, 3 to 6, on AM 670, KMZQ, talk radio, done right. Hey, Kevin Wall here. A few years ago, a friend invited me for an evening of fun at Ichabod's Lounge. Now, Ichabod's isn't in my neighborhood, and yeah, I had to drive an extra 10 minutes. Boy, am I glad I did. What I didn't know at the time was that Ichabod's had been there for over three decades and family-owned for over 20 years. It's one of the top gaming bars in Las Vegas with the best promotions and amazing monthly cash giveaways and payouts. And I love their food. Ichabod's features incredible menu items, including seafood, steaks, burgers, pastas, and five daily specials. And their kitchen is open 24 hours a day for you late-night foodies. What do I like best about Ichabod's? Their old-school Vegas atmosphere. Their bartenders and servers are super friendly. When everyone else is cutting back, Ichabod's continues to super serve its customers. And you'll love their nightly entertainment at the piano bar. You want to win? Then I'll see you at Ichabod's Vintage Vegas Dining Gaming Lounge and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. Guys and gals, by now you know there are non-evasive and minimally evasive medical solutions to hair restoration without side effects, right? No. Okay, so you don't know. Doctors of Hair use only clinically proven treatments from platelet-rich plasma hair therapy that uses your own platelets to stimulate stem cells deep in your hair follicle to halt hair loss and regrow hair. To the FDA-cleared clinical hair restoration laser that's proven to regrow hair. To neo-graft hair transplants that offer discreet, natural-looking results in a week or less with no linear scarring. All of these services are administered by Doctors of Hair caring medical professionals, experts at understanding how devastating hair loss can be at any age. Treatments work for both men and women wanting a natural, thicker head of hair without side effects. Doctors of Hair, call now, 702-751-0086. That's 702-751-0086 or online at doctorsofhair.com. Doctors of Hair, now you know. More lawyer, less I'm attorney Paul Powell. Have you been injured in a crash? Do you want to win your case? Do you want to